Welcome to the Stellar Labs podcast, Future Learning Today. At Stellar Labs, our mission is to bust the technology skills crunch with effective, measurable, engaging training. We consult on, design, and deliver the technical and people skills and competencies you need in business. In these podcasts, you'll hear from industry experts and practitioners from the worlds of technology and training. They'll share their experience, insights, and inspiration, and their visions for the future with you. Keep listening to start your future learning here today. Hello, it's Stella Collins from Stella Labs here for another one of our podcasts from the Learning Technology Conference here in London 2020. And I've just in the corridor bumped into a young man called Michael Yoffe. Have I pronounced that right, Michael? It's perfect. Yep. Thank you. And Michael is one of the 30 Under 30, which is a scheme that has been um, organized by the, uh, in fact, I'm not even sure who it's organized by, so I'm going to ask you in a minute, Michael. Um, But it's been organized to support younger people who are moving in different um, parts of learning and development and to just support them with a bit of mentoring, opportunities to have conversations. Um, So, Michael, tell me a little bit about it. You probably know far more than I do. Sure thing. Um, So the 30 Under 30 program is organized by the conference. Um, and it brings together 30 up-and-coming learning and development experts uh, on both the vendor side and also on the practitioner side. Um, it's a phenomenal group of people, and I'm, I think I'm actually the youngest member of the cohort. I'm 20. Um, so, yeah, but it's, it's a great group. Okay. And I see that you're actually already, at the age of 20, you're already CEO of a company called Arist. So, first of all, just tell us a little bit about uh, being a CEO at the age of 20 and Arist. Sure thing. Um, yeah, so, so I guess some context on how Arist got started, and that'll explain how, I, how I'm, I'm in this position. But my background is in the nonprofit space. When I was 15, I started a nonprofit called Tile.org, which is now one of the world's largest conversation series. We have 450 locations in 50 countries. One of our locations was in the conflict zone in Yemen. And I started realizing that most students in Yemen don't have access to the internet and thus can't take video-based courses. Um, so I started you know, creating text message courses for them because that's the only digital medium that they had access to. And we very quickly started realizing that, that along with being very accessible, text message courses are also extremely effective with completion and satisfaction rates of over 90%. Um, so it started off sort of as just this philanthropic project, um, and it very quickly grew into a really, really powerful learning and development tool uh, that's now being used by um, you know, over a dozen Fortune 500 companies globally. That's fascinating. At Stellar Labs, we, we love a bit of technology. Uh, we also love you know, face-to-face uh, uh, training as well. Um, and we're always looking at evidence-based stuff, stuff that works. So tell me a bit more about how how you design a course using text messaging and, and, and why it works. Um, so we're based, uh, based off and inspired by research from Stanford and UPenn. And there, there's actually been a pretty decent amount of research over the past decade or so about text message-based nudges for behavior change and for learning. Um, and unfortunately, none of that research has been implemented uh, into practice. Um, and so our learning platform helps learning practitioners create text message courses, which consists of an image a 1,200 character, so it's about two screen lengths, explanation of a concept or case study and an, an assessment of some kind. Um, so if I'm an employee 
Every single morning, I'll get my daily text. I'll read it, complete my exercise or assessment, and I'm all set for the day. And in anywhere from five to 30 days worth of text messages, we're able to cover a comprehensive, you know, harassment prevention course or an onboarding course or any sort of any sort of uh, compliance or professional development training. So it's very much around kind of the knowledge-based element of it. You're not really doing skills training as such. It's the it's the it's the awareness and knowledge-based stuff. Actually, a, a pretty significant portion of our model. Um, focuses on the actions that user take that, that a user takes after they receive a text. One example is, you know, our GDPR course, uh, a sample course that we just developed, encourages users so, to go find a random company's GDPR policy, examine it, um, reflect on it, and then and then text back, uh, you know, what, what they learned. So, and then, you know, we actually do have uh, courses on public speaking and a lot of other skills, uh, more, more skills-focused stuff. Okay, so yeah. on the public speaking course, for instance, do you actually suggest to people that they they go and actually present somewhere or...? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we give them, um, you know, a short snippet uh, explaining some, you know, some concept or case study that, 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 that they should internalize. And then the exercise encourages them to do a very specific uh, task that will help them build their confidence or build their public speaking capability. Okay. And, and what do you think it is about the text messaging in particular? Because that's something that we could all adapt into our training, I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I think text messages are frictionless. Um, um, for, for us, we, we care deeply about f- completely frictionless learning. And, um, and because text messages are delivered directly to a user's phone, you don't have to do much to learn. You can just open your text, read it. Um, a lot of our you know, users uh, read it on the subway or on the tube every single morning, and they love that um, because it's, it's very, very personal, very, very intimate, um, and an easy medium to interact with. So I can, I can definitely see it's easy to interact with. I can definitely see it's easy to access. How can you be sure that they have taken the action? How can you be sure they have actually learned? Because for me, learning is something that is, you know, it's quite a complex process. I... I would not be certain I could learn something, genuinely learn something from just receiving a text message. Sure thing. Yeah, so that, that's, that's where the daily action and response comes in. Um, so you, users have to text back um, what they've learned or apply to a multiple choice assessment or a short answer assessment uh, every single day. And then we can also do uh, learning check-ins, if you will, um, you know, five, 10, 30 days after the course is done. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and again, it's, you know, we, we don't believe that we're a one-size-fits-all solution, right? This is a terrible way to learn particle physics. Um, <laughs> but, it's, but it is really, really great and really, really effective for, for specific types of training. Okay, fantastic. And what sort of other things have you seen at Learning Tech that you think are interesting or innovative? Oh, wow. Um, that is a great question. So I... I there, there's a few really cool language learning apps uh, that I've bumped into. Um, I actually haven't spent a whole lot of time in the exhibition. I've, I've been mainly chatting with people about text message learning. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I can answer that question very thoroughly, unfortunately. Okay, that's all right. I haven't been to the exhibition either yet, so awesome. <laughs> we're, we're both there. We can visit later. Um, what's something that you, even as a young person, that you haven't learned yet but you would really like to learn? Got it. Oh, that's a, there, there's a lot. I could, I could <laughs> talk about that for a while. Um, uh, so I'm a huge architectural history buff, um, and with architectural history, the more I learn about it, the more I realize how little I know. Um, so you know, most of my research and most of my study has been in architectural history after 1919, after the Bauhaus was formed, um, and I'd love to learn a lot more about architectural history pre-1919, um, especially in, in, in Europe and particularly in London and Vienna. So. And how do you go about learning that? 
Um, sure, we actually have an ARIS uh, course on architectural history. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, where we adapted a, a Wellesley course uh, into, into a series of, of text messages. Um, but I, I, I mainly find myself just going on Wikipedia um, and sort of going down rabbit holes on Wikipedia until I, I've sort of reached the end. Um, so that, that's always been a great tool. So you're very much a modern learner from the sounds of it. I, um, I, I, love, I love learning. I, I genuinely enjoy it. And, and where do you see your career going? Um, sure. So, so Eris is a, is a social enterprise. Uh, for every course that we sell, we donate one to a student in need. Um, so our primary goal is to donate a million courses uh, by the end of 2021. Wow. Um, so I would love to, you know, once we hit that milestone, uh, either move on to my next project, um, whether that be in architecture or in learning again, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, this is, um, you know, we'd love to, we'd love to scale Eris up um, and, and have it impact a, a meaningful number of people and then just go from there. It's been really, really interesting talking to you. Thank you very, very much. Thanks so and much for having me. And we look forward to uh, seeing you at conferences here again. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please share it with your friends and colleagues and visit our website, stellalabs.eu, to learn more about what we do and how we do it. Tune in to the next episode.